Indianapolis Colts defense, I think it's better. We're going to talk about that. Got to meet Rodney McLeod yesterday, the new safety for the Indianapolis Colts. He lifts their depth at that position at box safety and free safety. Race Thompson, back for Indiana basketball. The starting lineup, actually, everybody comes back. You don't always or often go from 7 and 11 or 9 and 11 in the Big Ten to, let's say, 13 and 7 because everybody came back. But this year for Indiana, we could see an uplift in the way they play basketball under Mike Woodson in his second year. The Pacers could earn a second first round draft pick tonight as the Cavs take on the Atlanta Hawks for the final. Uh, playoff position in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Cubs won last night. Jack Kiefer is retiring as the head coach at Lawrence North. I never thought that day was going to come. I thought Kiefer was just going to keep coaching and coaching and coaching and coaching forever. Not so. This is Breakfast with Kent for Friday, April 15th, 2022. We know what this is. This is tax day. If you own taxes like we own taxes, this not... Not the best day. You don't like sending the big checks in the mail to the government so they can... Gone. That's the way it goes. That is how liberals become conservatives. Once you spend an April 15th sending big checks to the government because you owe a little bit on your taxes because you made a little bit of extra money in nice ways, you know what? All of a sudden, you start thinking, what is the government doing spending this money, for God's sake? Anyway, we're not talking politics, and we're not talking government spending. We're talking sports right here, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call. You've got a plumbing problem, they've got a plumbing solution. 765-610-8809. Hit the subscribe button. Ring the bell. Hit like. Do that. And if you got a question, make a donation. Not that I'm greedy. However, it, 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 there's a little sound that accompanies it that lets me know that somebody has uh, left a question and it's in a different color, so I automatically see it. Let's talk about sports. The Indianapolis Colts, we know that they signed Rodney McLeod. He is their new uh, kind of safety who's going to provide them depth at both safety spots. That's a good thing. Rodney McLeod, a really, really good dude, undrafted free agent, went to the Rams in 2012, has played with the Eagles for the last few years, and, and has been a really good safety, has figured out a way to play this game and contribute to the welfare and the competitiveness of his teams. And that's why he's still in the league, going to be 32 years old. The Colts may get good news today from Stephon Gilmore, one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL when he's healthy. Look, if you add Stephon Gilmore to this defense, that you've already added Rodney McLeod to, and you've got most of the starters coming back. And one that's gone is Al-Kadeen Muhammad. And while he'll be missed, he was upgraded from by the trade for Yannick Ngakwe. So you've got across the front, you've got Ngakwe. You've got Stuart and Buckner. At the other defensive end, you've got Quiddy Pay, who's going to take a step up in class almost certainly as the other defensive end. Right In his second year, we expect better results out of Quiddy Pay. At linebacker, you've got everybody back. You've got Darius Leonard, you've got Bobby O'Karake, and you've got Zaire Franklin. Four of the downs that Zaire Franklin's on the field. And then at defensive back, 
You got some guys. I will. You know what? Kenny Moore, we know, is a pro bowler, right? Julian Blackman, Kari Willis. I don't want to miss anybody. Brandon Faison, we like. Isaiah Rogers, I really like as he's returning. You, you got some guys, and you have some depth pieces uh, where those guys, if those guys can't go, you got guys who can. I like the defense, and maybe the best upgrade over the offseason has been Gus Bradley in place of Matt Eberflus. Now, I know that Matt Eberflus got the head coaching gig with the Bears, but I would take Gus Bradley as a defensive coordinator for the Colts over Matt Eberflus 100 out of 100 times. There's no question that it is going to be more difficult to attack the Indianapolis Colts next year than it was last year or the last four years. That's just the way it is. Uh, no uh, offense meant toward Matt Eberflus, but if you're facing the, if you were facing the Colts and and you faced a third and eight, you knew that the DBs were going to set up twelve yards deep, and as long as you hunted inside those DBs, you were going to pick up a first down, and that's just the way it was over and over and over and over again, and that isn't going to be the way it is all the time with Gus Bradley. Now, Gus Bradley will set back in his zone periodically, but this is going to be a more attack-based defense than we saw last year with Matt Eberflus. Matt Eberflus is driving people crazy around here. Now, the effort that he exhorted from that defense and the turnovers that he demanded from that defense, you got to continue to kind of press that gas pedal down and continue getting that sort of return from your defense, but schematically, you can be a little bit more complex than, than Matt Eberflus was. It'd be hard to be less complex, right, in your defensive fronts and your defensive sets. I mean, what the Colts showed was what the Colts brought. That was it. Well, you didn't have to figure out, what are they disguising here? There were no disguises with the Colts' defense, and I think that hurt them in the end. Now, the Colts didn't have to think. They didn't have to process all they had to do was go out and chase the ball. But you know what? Defense in the NFL has got to be a little bit more complicated than that. On the offensive side of the ball, we know the work that needs to be done. You have got to go get weapons. Right now, the wide receivers, and i got to look at the thing because I can never remember the name of the last guy. You got Pittman? Okay. We like Pittman as a weapon. Paris Campbell, if he's healthy, which is never, that would be an upgrade over what they've had. Ashton Doolin, ugh. as a starting wide receiver, no thank you. Uh, Desmond Patman, no. Michael Strawn, no. Uh, and, and people love Michael Strawn. I don't get it. You know what? Michael Strawn is a wonderful guy, but he was a seventh-round draft pick out of a small school. Comes to the Colts. He was targeted like four times, and, and he was active very, very few times, and, and especially not late in the season. So what the hell is there to love? If the Colts coaching staff, if Frank Wright didn't love Michael Strawn enough to have him active as a healthy player on the field, why do we love him? Why are we going to argue with Frank Wright? Uh, Kiki Kute, hey, you know what? When he was with Houston, he wasn't bad. DeMichael Harris, all right. You know, you already got Naeem Hines. I don't know why you need Harris. And Quarte Davis, that's the guy I can never remember. Those are the wide receivers. At tight end, you need another guy. Certainly, you can't go into the seas with Mo Ali Cox and Kylan Granson as your only 
uh, tight ends and that offensive line, man, I'll, I'll ride into battle with Matt Pryor, right, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Danny Pinter. I'm good with Danny Pinter, his right guard, and Braden Smith. Those starters, I'm cool. The backups, Sean Coleman, Carter O'Donnell, Will Fries, and Jordan Murray. You cannot have those guys as your backups headed into the season. You're down. Look, you're replacing Eric Fisher, right? Mark Lewinsky and Chris Reed as high-quality depth pieces. Whether they started or not, they're high-quality depth pieces. And it, it, replacing those guys is going to be job one in the draft and add weapons. If, if the Colts take a defensive player at 42 or 73, I'm going to shake my head in dismay. And my, and my head, it may not shake because it may have popped right off my neck. It's what we do during the draft, right? We, we do a lot of this. What? Or we do, we got Pittman. Or we got Taylor. We traded up and got Jonathan Taylor. We do that. I've done that. But I've also done, you know, the opposite. What? Six overall pick? A guard? Nothing against Quentin Nelson. Love Quentin Nelson. Reached at six for a guard. Guards aren't that important. All right. Yeah, you know what? Not only watch Ballard draft a defensive lineman, but watch him draft a defensive lineman that tore his Achilles uh, tendon a month ago at Michigan's Pro Day. <laughs> He'd have been a top 15 guy, and he may prove to be a perennial Pro Bowler. I don't know. But the Colts drafting him at 42, a guy who is not going to be able to play until December, that would be so par for the course for the Colts, man. Got a draft. We got value. We got a top 15 guy at 42. No, you got a guy who can't get on the field for the first three months of the regular season, for God's sake, and likely isn't going to be productive until 2023. I don't think they're going to do that. But wouldn't it be hilarious if they did? Not intentionally, not like, ha-ha, hilarious, but <sighs> really? That kind of hilarious. Um, Race Thompson coming back to the Hoosiers. That is good news. Thought that maybe in a fifth year, his COVID exemption year, maybe he'd want to go back to Minnesota. In play. Did you know that the University of Minnesota is the only Division I team in college, their state's college basketball? In, in Indiana, you know how many we got? We got 10. 10 in Indiana. Anyway, Race Thompson comes back. So you got a, you got a starting lineup right now, assuming that Trace Jackson flips, gets evaluated by NBA scouts, and comes back to Indiana for his fourth year, which he would expect he is going to do. You have a starting lineup very, very similar to what you had last year, potentially. And potentially you could upgrade over the top of a guy like Miller Cobb. Nothing against Miller Cobb. But if you've got Xavier Johnson, put two wings out there. Let's say Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Tamar Bates, or Jordan Geronimo. And then you got the two bigs down low, and Trace Jackson Davis and Ray Thompson. you got a nice starting lineup, and you have some really good depth pieces. Because guys are going to get better. I think Anthony Leal's going to get better. I think Trey Galloway is going to improve some things. Uh, Jordan Geronimo is certainly going to improve. Tamar Bates is going to start to figure out how to play basketball. Indiana's got a chance to be good in 22-23. Uh, I think 
going from, like I said, 9 and 11 to 13 and 7, I don't think that's out of the question. Mike Woodson, in his second year coaching college basketball, I think he processed some things, figured some things out. I think Indiana is going to be better. Simas uh, Lukosius, he's coming back to Butler. Dallied, dilly dallied with Indiana. Thought maybe I'll go to Indiana. He visited down there right now. He's coming back. Uh, 6.8 points per game, 3.3 points per game as a freshman. Started four games last year. Had 27 when Butler played Xavier in the Big East tournament, and Butler got that win. Uh, Race Thompson, by the way, 11.7 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, five double doubles. Uh, Cubs won last night, five to two. Frank Schwindel with the dinger, his first of the season. Cleveland hosts Atlanta tonight for the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Here's the deal for Pacers fans. If Cleveland wins, the Pacers get the 16th overall pick in the June NBA draft. If Cleveland loses, that pick is protected in the lottery, which it would become a lottery pick if Cleveland loses and the Hawks win. So it goes to 2023, same scenario. If in 2023, Cleveland is in the lottery, it's protected into two second round picks in 2025 and I think 2027. Okay, we really want the Cavaliers to win tonight. Darius Garland, let's go crazy, all right? Uh, Jack Kiefer's going to retire as the head basketball coach at Lawrence North High School. This is historic in the state of Indiana. In Indiana high school basketball history, Jack Kiefer's 46 years at Lawrence North have been uniquely, uniquely dominant. Uh, Kiefer, 804 and 312 as the only head coach in the history of the high school. Again, 46 years as a head coach. Another four years uh, at another school, 865 and 338 overall. Four state titles, three in a row from 04 to 06. I told my wife, I said, Jack Kiefer's retiring. She spun around and said, about time. Because our son played for Cathedral in sectional 10 and was eliminated from the sectional, I think, every year by Lawrence North. And uh, so Lawrence North wore our asses out. And uh, had to have Greg Oden and Mike Conley playing the way they did in high school basketball, uh, playing against him for three years, made it a hard, uh, hard road through sectional 10. <laughs> you weren't going to get the win. Came close ones but didn't get the win. So he's retiring. Good for him. That could really, and it wasn't just Odin and Connolly, Stefan Rout and uh, Brandon McPherson. They had good guys. Um, so he's retiring. Congratulations to Jack Kiefer on a hell of a career. How he wound up with all those 6'10 and taller guys. I don't know. I don't question things. All right. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Christopher Asher. Happy birthday, Jim Slotke, Ed Schrock, Dale Speckman. The great Matt Conti, the Colts media relations guy par excellence, celebrating a birthday. Bill Schultz, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. Birthday Fridays, let's go, right? If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. We got enough going on like this. All right, life does this to us. Let's make it better for each other. What do you think? Uh, we'll talk to you later today inside Indiana Sports Now. Again, subscribe, like, ring the bell, do all that stuff. We'll talk to you later.